Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. You can open your Bibles and your notebooks. We're going to read in John, the Apostle John, verse 16. Um, yeah, 16 verse, from verse 20, from verse 1. Amen. I'm just going to ask everybody just not to um, um, ask too many questions. We're going to give you time to ask questions afterwards. Amen? Um, yes. So, let's read. These things I've spoken to you, that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out in the synagogues. <clears throat> yes, the time is coming that when whoever kills you, will think that they offers God service. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father, nor me, Jesus. But these things I have told you, that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. Can I read that again? And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I told you, that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning, because I was with you. Verse 5, But now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because, of the, because the ruler of this world is judged, already judged. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and, and you see me no more. <coughs> of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Oh, yeah. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, <coughs> for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, 
for he will take off what is mine and declare it to you. Isn't that awesome? All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take off mine and declare it to you. A little while and you will not see me. And again a little while and you will see me. Because I go to the Father. (coughs) Then some of the disciples said amongst themselves, What is this that he says to us? A little while and you will see me. And again a little while and you will see, you will see me. And because I go to the Father. They said therefore, what is this that he says a little while? We do not know what he is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him. And he said to them, Are you inquiring amongst yourself about what I said? A little while, and you will see me. Most assuredly, I say to you, that you will weep, that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice, and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Isn't that awesome? And who is God speaking to here? To us, the believers. Now listen to verse 21. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into this world. For the joy, eh? Therefore, therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will be will rejoice, and your and your joy. No one will take from you. Do you get it, beloveds? Yeah. Nobody will take your joy from you. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you. Whatever you ask the Father in the name, in my name, he will give to you. Until now you haven't asked me, you, are, you haven't asked nothing in me, in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language. But the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language. But I will tell you plainly about the Father. And that day you will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you. Amen? Because you have loved me and I have believed that I came forth from God. I come forth from the Father and have come into the world again. I leave the world and I go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See now, you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need 
that anyone should question you. By this, we believe that you came forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that you, these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Isn't that awesome to know that Jesus says we will all go through some things in this world? He didn't say because you're a believer, you will not face trials or tribulations or anything. But he gives you an answer. He gives me an answer to tell us that we should be of good cheer. Amen? What does it mean to be of good cheer? To remember when Jesus said it, that we will never be alone. Why did he say that? And how did he say that? He said, he will go away, but I will leave my comforter. Who is the comforter? The Holy Spirit. What will the Holy Spirit do? He will comfort us. He will guide us. He will teach us all things. All things what Jesus has told us. Amen? He is indeed our comforter. And today I want to say to you, Apostle John, when he wrote the, 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 the book, John, he was thinking about everything that we are going through. Not just that time what the disciples went through, but everything that you and I are facing today. Isn't that awesome? It was not just John that said it, but Jesus himself spoke. And Jesus said, I will never leave you. I will never leave you. I will be with you to the ends of this world. And it's amazing to know how much Jesus loves us. That's why Jesus says in John 15 that we need to remain in him. If we remain in Jesus, we will bear much fruit. We remain in the vine. Jesus is the vine. Amen. And we are the branches. So without the vine, without remaining in the vine, we will we will die. As believers, we will die. We will not be able to make it. Amen? But Jesus is awesome. And he loves us and he knew what we were going to face. Even today. He knew what we were going to go through. But there's just this wonderful, wonderful peace that Jesus is telling us you will never be alone. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will be with you, he says. You will be with those that believe in him. Don't we have this wonderful hope today? I'm sorry for the, for the fan, I need it. 
this morning. Um, I know it's, it's going to be this, a little bit of wind in the mic, but you can hear me, can you? Yes. Amen. So the context of John is about the promise of everlasting joy for the disciples after all challenges and differences that they may encounter. That is the promise, everlasting joy Jesus is going to give us. If anybody wants to turn his back on, on the Lord, you're going to miss out on this beautiful, beautiful revelation that Jesus has got for those that believe in him. He's got everlasting joy. It doesn't matter what you are facing. He has blessed us with everlasting joy. Not just everlasting joy, but even peace. What else? Love. Beautiful. What else? He's blessed us with peace. He's blessed us with love. He's blessed us with everything pertaining to life. And godliness. Healing. Deliverance. Salvation. Most of all. Joy. Peace. I mean, you know what? You will never find this anywhere in this world. You will never find it with any other God. Small letter G. Because when we write to each other, we sometimes write with Jesus' or God's name with a small letter. He's an amazing God. He's worthy to be praised. Even if you write on your status or you send anything to anybody, you need to write His name with a capital letter. Because He's Lord of Lords. Amen. He's the King of Kings. Amen. We worship Him because He alone has given us victory. If you just look at your life and look at my life, and if you can see what Jesus has done, we will be able to glorify Jesus every day of our lives. Not just this morning, not just tonight when you go to bed, but you will glorify Him. And it doesn't matter how your circumstances look. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Jesus remains faithful. So all the better for us to remain faithful. It doesn't matter if you're crawling and if you're crying and if there's so much tears in your heart. With Jesus we can conquer. Amen? Amen. Jesus prepared the minds of the people, the, the mind of the disciples of, of the persecution that awaited them when he left. He promised to send them who? The Holy Spirit. Yes. Whom he referred to as the helper. Who would help them and would convict the world of sin. Not the believers. The world. He would convict the world of sin. Yes. Righteousness and judgment. Jesus also referred to the Holy Spirit as the mediator. Who will hear from him and declare to them, to us. The Holy Spirit hears from the Father and he declares to us. Whatever it is that you are facing, the Father will speak through the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will help you. So as believers, you are never, never, never alone. The, the disciples at this stage became sorrowful. And this is what happens to us also. We be, uh, the, the, the disciples became sorrowful 
and began to wonder amongst themselves what Jesus meant in chapter 16, verse 16, by saying, A little while, and you will not see me. And then he said, A little while, and you will see me, because I go to my Father. And didn't Jesus go? Yes. He kept his word. But he also said to the disciples, A little while, and you will see me. But then he also said, A little while, and you will see me now. Why? Because I go to my Father. I go to my Father. What is Jesus doing there? Sitting at the right hand of the Father? Interceding for us? Amen? Jesus never left us. Even if He left the Holy Spirit here on earth to be our helper, to be our comforter, He's even interceding for us. Which means we are never alone. We are never, never, ever alone. If you feel alone, and if you feel you're going through your circumstances alone, it's your own fault. Why? Because we do not meditate on God's word. We do, we do not receive the word of God. We do not understand what Jesus is actually telling us. So we don't have to worry about what we're going through. No? Because Jesus is with us. Amen. Disciples were also admonished to pray directly to God in Jesus' name. And they will receive whatsoever they ask. <clears throat> and their joy may be full. Remember Psalms 30 verse 5? Psalms 30 verse 5? For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may dure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Whoever went through a sad situation, whoever you went through a moment in your life where you thought that, oh, this is not nice to go through this thing alone. No? Sorry? Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club, yes. All of us went through some sad times. All of us did not maybe lose a son like I did. I mean, not losing, but he's in heaven. Amen? We all, all went through some difficult times in our lives. But weeping, weeping is only for a small while, for a little while. But joy comes in the morning. Yesterday, we were crying, but today... We have joy. Amen? Amen? Just for a night. Just for a night. We'll see it just as a night. I've met somebody that had um, lost their mother, I think for two years now, and that person doesn't want to receive salvation. She's still crying about her mom. What happens to us as believers? Joy comes in the morning. Even that same time. When you go through a sad time and you, you, you've just given somebody over to death, that time you love that person, you love your family, you go through that pain. But remember, if you're a child of God, joy comes in the morning. You will never ever weep for a long time. We will not weep for a long time. 
I said to my children, we're going to see my son and we're going to see him in heaven. So therefore, beloveds, there's a reason why I had to go through that. Because I have to be here today to also encourage you. If ever you go through something, if you're a child of God, you will never ever weep forever. You will have joy again. Amen. In the world they say the sun will shine again. The sun shines always for us as believers. It always shines. Because we've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the comforter, the helper that be with us every day. Amen. So we never, never, ever alone. What is the message of John 16 verse 33? The message of John 16 verse 33 is about the inner peace. Come on. Inner peace that we will experience. And the victory of Christ. Jesus. Amen. He's the one that gives us victory. And he's the one that gives us peace. In the world you will have trouble. And you will run to this one and you will cry at that one. But here, we've got a comforter. Isn't it the more that we have to stay with Jesus, cling to him, stay with him, remain in him. Amen? Amen. We can bear fruit. Even if we are going through a challenging time of our lives. We have got the King of Kings. We've got the Lord of Lords. And He's with us. The message of John 33 is about the inner peace and the victory Christ gives His followers who reply on Him when faced with tribulations. Inner peace. Vrede binnen in your heart. Nobody can give you that peace. Only Jesus. Amen. We need to look at His word. And see who he is and who we are. Amen? Amen. This is the only way we will know Jesus. Is when we meditate on his word and see what his word says who he is. Amen? He said we will have tribulations in the world. But in the midst of it there will always be a way out. We will be able to walk through it with purpose and with peace. Tribulations do not apply to Jesus' disciples alone. But to all who follow him. Come on. Didn't we all go through a sad time? Every one of us. But Jesus. But God. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Paul the Apostle. In 2 Timothy 3 verse 12. Yes. And all who desire to live godly in Christ. Will suffer persecution all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution so if you are here this morning and you think it all will go well with you we all will suffer persecution believing and following Christ does not only guarantee all the good things of life It also contains persecution, but Jesus assures us peace and comfort in the midst of it all. Amen? Amen. In the midst of it all, Jesus assures us. He said to you, and he's he's saying to you this morning, I will give you comfort. I will give you peace. 
when you go through this. However, if you trust and hope, your trust and your hope are not in Christ, His encouragement of be cheerful in times of trials, it will not apply to you. You will not receive peace and comfort if you do not put your trust in, in, in God. But if you trust Him, rest. Come on, where are we? What are we doing? Rest. We're resting. If we trust God, we are able to rest this morning. Amen. Amen. Jesus assures us peace and comfort in the midst of it all. As Christians, we must not be weary or frightened when faced with trials. If you can write down 1 Peter 4, verse 12 to 13, it tells us to rejoice in trials. Come on. We need to rejoice in trials. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, you need to rejoice in it. Beloved, do not think it's strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings. Hallelujah. That when His glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceedingly joy. Not just with a little bit of joy, but exceeding joy. Amen. Amen. We can be glad this morning. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter what we are facing. On a Sunday when we get together here, we teach one another. Amen. So that we can be strong, whatever we are going through, whatever we are facing, that we may be strong and that we can rejoice in Him. And we can give glory to Jesus. Amen. Hence, we cannot overcome the trials in our strength, in our own strength and power, but we can overcome it only in Christ Jesus. Ne? The chorus is, the joy of the Lord is my, my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. We do not cry like somebody that doesn't have hope, do we? We've got hope all the more because Jesus overcome death. And today he rose from the dead. Today he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Amen. And we are in him, as Philip is saying. We are in him and he is in us. Amen. Our bodies, hello, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus lives in us. These things I've spoken to you talks about the words of comfort by Jesus to his disciples. Jesus promised never to leave nor forsake us. He informed his disciples that he will send the Holy Spirit to guide and comfort them in their trials when he's no more with them. What a loving Father we serve. Amen? He's never leaving us nor forsaking us. I think it was Dan, Dan that said this morning that um, he turned 60 years old. When he turned 16, and then all of a sudden, he realized how much time of his life did he miss. But today, Dan received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. God's grace was upon his life. Amen. You can be 60 years old. You can be Janet. How old are you? 25? 16. 
But you can be 16, you can be 25, you can be 15, you can be 12 years old. You can receive salvation. Amen? And for those that are not here, you are missing out. You are missing out on this beautiful, beautiful life that we are sharing. Amen? As children of God. I remember one morning, Sizoleka, can you just wave to us there? Sizoleka? No, not Zoleka. Siz <laughs> Zodwa. Sorry, Zodwa. She came in my office one morning. And you know what? I made use of that opportunity to speak to her about the gospel. Today, she's with us. Amen? People, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. You speak to people. When you get the opportunity to speak life into people's lives. See, Zoleka's here this morning. See, Zodwa's here. Um, each and every one of you are here this morning. And today we are children of God. We are not just children of God, but we are brothers and sisters of each other. Amen? Amen. This is the beauty of knowing Jesus. Amen? Amen. We must take him by his words. Ooh. Jesus, for they are forever settled. Jesus will not give us commandments that he has not given us the capacity to keep. Are we able to keep his commandments? Yes, we can keep his commandments. He will always, always empower us through the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We will never, never do it on our own. It's easy. And it's joy to do it. To be with Jesus. Amen. And now he says that you in me may have peace. Yes. When you are sitting here this morning, do we experience the peace? Of course. That in me you may have peace is about the inward peace promised to those who are faced with sorrow and difficulties. Yes, we can talk about that also. When you face sorrows and difficulties. You will receive inward peace. How can you receive that inward peace? If you study God's word, you read the word of God, you'll always have that peace. And I want to say this morning with you, if you decide one Sunday morning to stay away from church, that is the morning that you're missing out on the message that was going to minister to you. Keep on coming. Keep on coming. Keep on learning. Having your hearts open, your minds open to receive God's word and renew your mind to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Don't just come. We don't just come every Sunday. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Every Sunday I say, Jesus, renew my mind to your word this morning. It doesn't matter who's going to minister. I need to receive your word. And that word will help me when I go through circumstances, when I go to, through trials and tribulations. Jesus' peace just got into my heart. And today I can surely say, I've got peace like a river. I've got joy like a mountain. Like a fountain. Thank you, Evie. <laughs> joy like a fountain. And a mountain. Yes. Joy and peace we have. Because Jesus is the one that shares and gives us peace and joy. Amen. 
John 14 verse 27 informs us of God's peace. Peace I leave with you. Listen, Jesus left, but look what did Jesus say in John 14 verse um, 27. Peace I leave with you. I don't just go and I take my peace with me. No. I want you to know as disciples that I leave my peace with you. My peace I give. He not just leaves it, but he gives it unto you. Not as the world gives. Come on. Does the world give us peace? No. no. Jesus is the only one that says, peace I leave with you. Amen. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Jesus wants to replace that fear with peace. Anybody of you that are worried about anything, I want to recommend this morning Jesus. His peace and his love and his grace towards you. Amen. Just get peace in your circumstances. Get peace in your troubled life. Jesus said, I leave my peace with you. I give my peace to you. Just not leave it to you, um, Juanita. He gives his peace to you. Amen. He's not taking it back. He's not taking it back at all. Are you worried or anxious and in great need of peace? Are you trapped in the weight of your challenges or tribulations? Come on. The Prince of Peace is calling you this morning. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He wants to give you peace and rest roundabout. Come as you are. Don't shut the door against him. Receive him today. Who wants to receive Jesus? We all have received him. Amen. For those that did not receive him, there's going to be an opportunity for you to make peace with him. And to receive him. I just felt like as far as receive him, yeah. so also to receive his word. Yeah. He is the word. Amen. So Amen. <laughs> Did you hear what Rita said? Receive today's message. That is receiving him. Receiving who? Him. You receive Jesus. Amen. When you receive his word, you receive him. Amen. Abide in me and I abide in you. And you will bear much fruit. This is the reality that believers must face in John 17 verse 14 to 15. I've given them, them your word. And the word has, has hated them because they are not of the world. Just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you shall take them out of the world. But that you should keep them from the evil one. Listen here. So many believers still so many believers still talk about the evil one. And Jesus overcame him. Amen. Now Jesus gives us his word so that we can overcome him. Amen. Because he said, You are not of this world. You are not of this world. So you if Jesus overcame, you also overcome. Amen. We overcome because he does. Amen. And then he also says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Talks about the guaranteed victory. Come on. It is guaranteed. 
that Jesus did overcome this world. Amen. And because he overcome, so we are also overcomers. Amen? Amen. It is a word of courage that is meant to strengthen us today. I hope you feel strengthened today because of this word. Because of what Jesus is saying. He overcame so we can also overcome. Whatever has beginning, has a beginning, must surely have an end. <laughs> because every problem has an expiry date. It has an expiry date. If you cry, you're not going to cry today, tomorrow, forever. There's going to be joy. And especially joy, exceeding joy, when you know Jesus. Amen? Amen. Jesus is our escape from this tribulation. It's in Him that we can overcome. Not in ourselves. We cannot do it all by ourselves. He won over death, which is the last enemy that will be defeated and that has been defeated. There is no other conqueror as Christ. As it's what? We should be encouraged by by the truth, by this truth, there's no overcomer, nimant, nobody. Without a doubt, we can be of good cheer this morning. Amen? Amen. So what do you understand about tribulation? I think everybody knows what is tribulation here this morning. The biblical meaning of tribulation means the persecution of all who follow and obey God's word and his commandments. Tribulations come sometimes from the will and the purpose of God to be delivered in our lives and also for our faith to increase. That is what happened with me. This is what is happening with you. Whatever you are going through, your faith increases. No? Yeah. You've got hope. We've got hope. And like this, we sang this morning, you are my strength. Strength like no other. Amen. Nobody can give us that strength. Joy like no other reaches to me. Me, I, you, believers. No? God gives us his joy and his strength. Persecution must come. It comes in different forms to different people. John the Baptist was beheaded because he spoke out against the adultery committed by Herod. Herod. That's in Acts 6.21. Go and read Acts 6.21-29. And then prophet Elijah spoke against the prophets of Baal, Baal and the sins of idolatry committed by Israel and was persecuted by Jezebel. 1 Kings 18 verse 16-25. 18 verse 16 to 25. Hebrews, 6, uh, Hebrews 10 verse 36 tells us, For you have need of endurance so that you, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. I'm going to read it again. For you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. What is the promise? Everlasting life, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. When it comes, we must be patient, endure, and have faith in God. 
and we will come out victorious. Come on. Let's, let's just go through things that we are going through. No? If you're not alone. I love that. You're not alone. We have him. We have him. You are not alone. Whenever you go through that trials and tribulations, you've got Jesus. Amen? Amen. He's the one that is going to be with you through that. Amen. I just wanted to say, like, in John 16, this is it yeah. says, these things, have I these things have I spoken unto you that you might have peace. Amen. In Romans 16:20, it says that the God of peace shall crush Satan under your feet. Yeah, sure. And I sit here and I'm seeing Emily as an overcomer. Amen. Satan would have loved nothing more than to destroy her through what happened. But the God of peace Satan is crushed under her feet. Amen. And all the souls she, she wins and all the words that she spreads and just keeping on, keeping on. Hallelujah. So it's not just some future day this mm. is happening. It's happening now. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So you see what the enemy tries to do now? Whenever something happens to you, he wants you not to conquer. He doesn't want you to conquer. He knows what is lying ahead of you. Why? Because Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I know, God says, I know what plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to, even if you, not to harm you. So he didn't harm me. God didn't harm me. I told this to my kids also. They were asking questions. I said, God never harms us. He never harms us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. I'm, a, I'm standing here victorious. Amen. I'm standing here in Jesus Christ today to tell you this is how much strength I receive from God. Amen. Amen. Not being alone. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And then John 16 verse 33. Listen to this. I've told you these things. That in me, in who? In Jesus. In Jesus. You may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus overcame this world. So why are we complaining? Why are we saying a lot of things about what happened to us? When Jesus overcome. We are more than conquerors. Amen. Amen. John 16 in, in the ES, ESV Bible translation says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I love it when he says, take heart. I have overcome this world. As if anybody's heart is in pain this morning, and you suffer. Take heart this morning. Take heart. Jesus says this in his own words in the Bible. Take heart. I have overcome this world. Young mensen, this is the best time to serve God when you're young. Take heart. He's worth you. You are not alone. I don't know why Jesus wants to repeat this over and over and over to us this morning. Because he wants us to take heart. 
And he wants us to understand that he overcome this world. It doesn't matter if you don't get your answer today, beloved. Hello. Jesus is with you. Look. You will overcome. If you don't get it today, it means men, maybe not for you. Not, not that. Maybe God has got something else. But take heart this morning. He overcame this world and therefore you can. Amen. Amen. So what are we going to do? Take heart. Take heart. <laughs> Come on, take heart this morning. I just, I, I also got when we speak about peace, we have to be careful we don't fall in the trap of reasoning in our mind how we can find peace. We have to put aside the natural mind and seek that assurance in our hearts. Amen. It has to be a peace in our hearts. Praise Jesus. Amen. Okay, we said we said the beginning like he sent us a comforter, mm. helper, right? Yeah. So let's see what the helper gives us as a weapon. You said the helper. It says here in the, but the fruit, fruit, what fruit? Of the spirit mm. is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. I guess such there is no law. Mm -hmm. There is no fight. We can win every battle with food. Yes. We can have everything we need in one food to receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I've got three scriptures and then I want to find out what stood out for you. John 14 verse 27 says, My sheep, who is, who is his sheep? We are the sheep. Amen? We are the sheep. My sheep, hear my voice. And I know them. Listen to that. Jesus says, My sheep, hear my voice. If you came this morning to listen to God's word, you're hearing his voice. And you will know his voice. Amen? And I know them. And they follow me. And I give them eternal life. Even if you will die one day, you receive eternal life. Amen. Amen. We will live forever with Jesus. Amen. And they shall never perish, the word says. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Repeater. When I read that, I just got your name. Jesus says, you will never, no one will ever snatch you out of his hand. You keep on, remain focused. Focus. My father, who has given them to me, is greater than them all. Come on. Don't look at your circumstances. My father, our father, we, our father, is greater than our circumstances. And he's greater than anything in this world. Amen? No one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. Niemand. No one can snatch you out of the father's hand. Nothing can separate us from Jesus. Not challenges, trials, sorrows, persecution, or death. Because Christ already overcome death on our behalf. If there's anybody that's going to die in your family, Jesus Christ already overcome death. On your and my behalf. Amen? Amen. Nobody can snatch you out of his hand. Matthew 11, 28 to 29. What does it say? Come to me, 
All you who are labor, who labor, and are heavy laden, amal yalla wat sad is and dira moeilike tyd gaan in jylle lewe. Jesus says, come to me. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find the rest for your souls. With Jesus, we will have peace for our souls. Amen? Amen. We have peace for our souls with Jesus. And then the last scripture I want to give to you tonight, tonight <laughs> this morning. Romans 8, verse 35 to 36. Romans 8, I want you to take this to you whenever you're going. Because I, I, I just get a feeling there's somebody lying in his bed and wonder about a lot of things. Yeah. I can't put my finger on you, but the Holy Spirit does this morning. And you must, you must go and read this scripture here. Yeah. Romans 8, verse 35 to 36. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. But the most important, what stood out in that verse is, who shall separate us? from the love of Christ. And if we say who, you can answer. Nothing. Nothing can separate you. Nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Amen? We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.